Don't forget the record button. Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to a That's Garbage Media production. We got a red on it as well. We're pulling super colds all day. Podcasting. Champion of the world. It's Happy Hour, your no! favorite podcast. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. No! Introducing horse. Your hosts, Snake and Trap. The garbage. Welcome back to week two. Snake and Trav are here. Uh, we're ready to give you a record fast hour long. I'd say we hit the hour this week, Trav. It's happy start hour. The timer. Yep, start, start the, the timer. timer. Before we get into the games, which we need to do, because I've got all sorts of plays here dialed up. Uh, it's another it's another huge slate of games. How is your weekend, brother? Much, much better. Much better. Um, actually, I would go as far as saying excellent. Yeah, uh, great weekend. Really, really uh pretty much busy the whole time. One of those ones that went a little bit too fast, but uh we did check quite a bit off. Maybe not everything we wanted to do, but a lot of college football, that was the goal. I think we did pretty good with that. <laughs> and a um, lot of beer. A lot of beer, played a little golf. A lot of beer, maybe too many beers. One or two too many. I drank beer with my friends. Sometimes I had too many beers. Sometimes others did. I liked beer. I still like beer. I would say out of all the... Uh, I'd say we just had one slip-up in general. Um, one slip-up for the whole weekend? After, for the whole weekend, that was after three nights of drinking. Uh, we, After eating two boxes of pizza we decided that we didn't need those chicken tenders and we left them in the oven i think and the only yeah. person to consume a chicken tender that night was a canine and it was a frozen <laughs> one very true very true yeah it was a canine that actually ate the chicken finger and uh luckily we actually had woken someone up when because we were so loud when we got back that luckily they were on the lookout for the oven timer. So Okay, she saw that coming. Correct. That's she said good. that as soon as she heard that one voicemail uh, that we kept calling people and playing, that she had an idea that we might have had a few too many. We were in trouble. And she was on the lookout for us. And actually, I've only seen her disappointed a few times. And she did say to me in the morning, she said something along the lines of, you know, you guys are... 30 year old men at this point to which I would like to point out that technically only one of us is a 30 year old man. I'm in my twenties. Correct. Um, unless we're rounding up, I think one of us is only 29 and three quarters. So that's, that's true. Jokes on her. And for, for the whole weekend, technically Wednesday night through Sunday morning, one slip up, I mean, I'd say that's not bad. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Uh, we did 
catch quite a few of the games. That was an impressive effort. Uh, one one live game in person, and then I mean Saturday we must have laid eyes on twenty twenty five games. Probably, yeah. At least at one point, I would have liked to watch more of the night games for sure. I guess we didn't. I guess we didn't see much of. No, a couple Ohio. of those got away from us. Yeah, Ohio Notre Dame, State, Ohio Notre State. Dame. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like that game wasn't super exciting, so that makes me feel a little bit better. I feel like we caught the majority of the, the big ones. Uh geez, I didn't. Did we lay eyes on Hawaii? I actually have no idea. Hawaii, Western Kentucky. Uh, we very well could have, but neither you or I would know if we laid eyes on it because I think that's that was very true. that was midnight. I'm gonna guess that's that, when that the, was a that's when, that was a streamer. So that's probably when the tenders were going in the oven. I don't think that's either of us had the, were in the oven. We yeah, had the wherewithal yeah. to find that no. illegal stream. No. No. Judging by the oven timer going off, it's none of neither of us budging. Uh, you know, despite sitting 15 feet away. Yeah, I don't think we were in any state of mind. Uh, I think you did take the over though, didn't you? I had the over, which actually didn't hit. And the worst part serious? was, yeah, I logged it on my app as the under by accident. So I had the green dot. I had the Captain Phillips green. And then I mm. later realized uh, I had the over. I guess it didn't hit. Must have been close. Wasn't it like 49 to 17? Yeah, I think it was a real high over, though. It was like 67. Holy cow. Oh, holy cow. Okay. Wow. That would have been terrible to stay up for that, and they lost by a point. If they didn't cover it by a point, that would have been tough. Yeah, it's something like that. All right, so let's just go through the games. Or let's start with the gambling records. I got them pulled up here, so... Last week, I did fire uh, significantly more plays than you, but I, that's going to be kind of the theme here is you're going to try and mostly stick with the six rack. I usually do six, yeah, and then I do like to do some money lines, um, and I like to mix in um, some teasers too. But uh, for the most part, I usually stick with the with the six. I did take a few extra plays uh, last week as well, but I usually don't put them on action. Sometimes I'll just say them on the pod, so you're going to have to actually listen to the pod to get those. I love that. Some recreational sprinkled in there. So I went 14, 10, and 1. Another good week, uh, plus 4.25 units. Uh, my success was led by the Penn State minus 3.5, which obviously barely covered, and some Penn State money line. Between those two, I picked up 5 units. The West Virginia over 50. Uh, I got 2 units there. And I actually had the side on West Virginia as well. So Thursday night was very good good to me. Friday night was bad. I lost Colorado plus 14 and a half for about four units. And that was only officially because I laid some action in person. That didn't go well either. And then I just had a whole bunch of uh, one-unit plays, which I, apparently I must have won just slightly more than I lost on those. So I came out. Like I said, up uh, up a little over four units, and then I've got you at six, three, and one. Huge week, huge bounce back week, plus nine point seven units. Needed it. Yeah, needed it. Um, after a minus nine point seven units, I thought, what's it got me out on there? Even? You're or just is... about even. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I needed I it. Just needed it pretty bad. Yeah, you're just I think ever so slightly down. Um, looked like you had the Arkansas minus six. Picked up two units there. And the Illinois plus 3.5, you picked up another two there. And then your biggest play being the Penn State minus three. 
great play in hindsight getting that minus three instead of the three and a half little extra room to breathe there down the stretch yeah i don't think i was as nervous as any everybody else maybe um is an extra extra point on the line there yeah it was yeah yeah uh a push would have been you know i could have lived with a push i guess but yeah so you scooped up five units there um as i mentioned that's nearly a 10 unit week so you are back in a big way uh i did want to just recap some thoughts on these games we don't have to go forever here but we can just start Thursday night. Uh, I would say both West Virginia Pitt and Purdue PSU both delivered. Both good games. Kind of stinks yeah. we were at that Penn State bar, and we could yeah, not was, get the Pitt-West yeah. Virginia game up. Unbe- unbelievable ending. I don't know if I've, uh, as far as Pitt-West Virginia goes, I don't know if I've ever seen momentum swing like that in a game yeah, off I, the top of my head. I mean, I can think of, I guess... There was a game last year where I think the Louisville guy throws a pick six. Is that right? Or no, uh, UCF maybe throws a pick six and Louisville runs it back and wins it at the horn, basically. Like just the fact that a team has the ball, they look unstoppable. They're going to drive down the field. They really don't do anything wrong. The guy throws a perfect pass, just bounces up in the air. And then not only does the pick guy pick it off, he's the wherewithal to just run it back. It's incredible. Um, yeah, great, actually, great run back too, right? Oh, unbelievable run back. Yeah. Um, even watching the replay, even though I knew he was going to score, I still couldn't believe he was going to score. And then, you know, West Virginia drives down the field, and I almost forgot about this ending until I rewatched it on Sunday, but they almost catch the game when he pass in the end zone at the end. He just barely doesn't get his hands underneath it. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they called it a catch on the field, right? I think they I guess did. it would be game. Sorry, game time. I guess it would be. Yeah. It basically would have put him at the one with, I don't know, what was there, 10 seconds left or something? They they had time to run a couple of plays, right? Oh, geez, I don't know. I I might have made this up, but in my mind, he throws it in the end zone, and the, that was it. I think it was fourth down. Oh no, I think he landed. It was fourth down. It was fourth and long, and I think he okay. completed the pass to the one. Like oh, quotation he was complete. You're I think he, was he short. actually caught it. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, I don't know. No, 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 no. He didn't catch it. But I think okay. there was okay. time left on the okay. clock. They were going okay. to run another play. Absolutely unbelievable ending, though. Uh, would have yeah. loved to sat there and watch that whole thing. That's for sure. Because it sounded like literally lived up to the expectations. Yeah. And every um, time we had, we had the stream going on the table on the phone. And every time I looked down, yeah. like, I feel like I, like you said, momentum swinging play. I remember seeing a well, block punt. I think West Virginia yeah. scored on a block punt or set themselves up to score. There were some huge plays. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was watching the whole fourth quarter and I thought Pitt was up seven, the entire fourth quarter. Uh, and then you pointed out that West Virginia was ahead by seven. I was like, wow, we're back in this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, we did. So, I mean, the squad last week started off on a high note because I think all three of us took the seven and a half. West it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny because I actually, I think at least a couple of us actually said we liked Pitt just by less than less than 7.5. And I mean, very rarely, I feel like, does it work out like Spot that? on so, analysis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so pretty awesome. Yeah, and then as far as the Penn State game, I mean, the only things I would add is just I feel dumb that we didn't expect exactly that to happen. It's it's basically the same exact team as last year, and I don't know why I thought it would be different. They cannot run the ball, and all of the outcomes will be dictated by Sean Clifford, pretty much. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I've never seen a guy win big 10 offensive player of the week 
and me think generally think I I don't know. I wouldn't say he played subpar, but I, I don't like I'm saying like below average. Maybe he didn't play below average, but he didn't he sure did not play well. And the fact that he scored I guess he threw for four touchdowns and uh ran another one is actually insane. I I I can't believe it. Um but to his credit he bounced back after one of the worst throws I've ever seen and let him down the field when it mattered. And I don't know where that was, like why they couldn't move the ball like that the whole game. I guess it always works like that when you have a little sense of urgency. But um, yeah, great ending. Um, I was, I, I'm not going to lie. Um, I kind of thought they were SOL. Cooked, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a weird game. Because I was looking back at this, that there were sixty six points in that game. I don't remember thinking either of the offenses played particularly well. Like that O'Connell guy threw the ball pretty well, and I feel like every play they had success on was that Charlie Jones guy, like twenty yards down the field, just way like wide the f open. And then on Penn State side. Like they had a couple big plays where they just threw the ball to a receiver and nobody decided to tackle him. Other than that, I've got 55 carries f- combined for both teams for 168 yards. So these guys were, these guys basically ran the ball 60 times for three yards a carry or something. Like neither of them looked very impressive, but they scored 66 points. Yeah. Um, not much of a, not much of a run game either way. The Purdue guy, Ran the ball well near the goal line a couple times. Um, he looked pretty good. The O'Connell guy, there's a reason I told you I'd, I would I'd trade Clifford in the in the backup guard or third string guard. I can't remember which one. I might even if it was third string, I might bump it up to backup uh, <laughs> to get O'Connell because I mean he throws the ball pretty well. And I mean mistake free football too. Correct, correct. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing Thursday night. Just an honorable mention. I just want to point out that I had the under 60 in the Central Michigan Oklahoma State game, and the final score was 44 to 58. So Oklahoma just State missed. almost, yeah, just missed it. Oklahoma State almost took it out themselves. That will be interesting to see Penn oh. State play CMU here shortly. Yeah, I think I think we should actually. Uh, if I had to point out a favorite point of the weekend our favorite moments obviously it'd be hard to do but i still think my favorite after the game when we were talking about um you know how big that win was with how we had a decent amount of money on the line you pointed out that you had actually jumped in 11 more times on on top of your bets oh yeah (laughs) i just kept live betting five or ten dollars Penn State at various spreads and money lines. Yeah, towards the end, I was taking plus 300 money lines. Th- that never, ever happens so you to me. It. Yeah, so I did you need it. it. Yeah, you needed it. But when yeah, I, I when think- I get, when I lose my mind like that and I just continually hammer live and I double, triple, quadruple down, yeah. that always loses. That might be like one of two times in my life that's, that's actually hit out of the 50 attempts I've done at it. I think it never goes well, but that did feel good. I needed it. That's one in a row. So, yep. One in a row, uh, Friday night. Obviously we have to talk buffs. We attended the game. Any, any major thoughts on Folsom field you'd like to throw out there? Cause I have a couple, you might be 
You might be thinking of what I'm thinking of. Okay, I was going to say excellent atmosphere. Fan, the fans strike me as like not really fans from what I could gather just in general. I think a lot of them were there just for the party. Felt mildly fratty. Um, there was some vomit a few rows ahead of us. Yeah. Uh, I never saw it. I heard a rumor about it. Smelled um, it. Could don't even know it. if I could smell it. It was a walk-in and just buy your own beers and check out. That was pretty incredible. thought that was cool. Um, You're skipping kind of something bu- before that. Okay. Maybe the most bizarre thing when we walked into the game, um, they went to scan your tickets and they scanned only three and then said, come on in. And you said, I have five. You only scanned three. And he said, don't worry about it. I trust you. He said three of five. I think he said three of five is good enough for me. And he smiled. And it was like a, he looked like a college kid. So FYI, if you're ever going to attend a game at Colorado, just buy 60% of your group's tickets. Because that apparently that does the trick. With one exception. When we walked up to our actual seats in the stadium... And it, they just happened to be located above. I, I guess we were above the student section. That lady hit me with the hard stop and would not allow me to walk up to my seat. After standing there for a couple of minutes, I realized she thought I was sneaking in. I guess maybe she thought we were students and all the students sneak into the section that way. But after I watched a few adults pass, pass through and show her her tickets, I said, would you like to see my tickets? And, and I think she called my bluff one more time. She was like, you don't have any? To which I showed her the tickets and we got up there. It was very strange. So basically, I was going to say, you know, maybe just buy three tickets and go with a large group of friends. But actually, maybe just don't buy any tickets if you're an adult and sneak in. And if then you're, just... Yeah, if you look old enough, come on through, I guess. Yeah. How about... For some reason, I feel like it should have been Kinger that suggested this, but someone amongst the five of us actually suggested once we walked in, because he didn't scan those seats, why don't we sell them? That was thrown which, out, yeah. Yeah, which would have been wild. And we actually could have got away with it if we didn't, because we didn't sit in our actual seats. Yeah, We actually correct. could have got away with it. Yeah. Yeah. If I didn't, if we didn't know that we had to sit in the actual seats, we could have actually sold those tickets, which is wild. All right, well, that's good to know for next time. We'll just stub hub those tickets on the way around the concourse. We'll just get rid of whatever we have left. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, we really should. Yeah, the, the concourse setup was like nothing I've ever seen. It looked like an open uh, sort of, how would you describe that? It was like an outdoor mall. It was like an outlet. It's a mall. Yeah. It was a mall. Yeah, it was like an outdoor mall. People were just partying. Um, I couldn't tell if I was like, inside campus or inside the stadium it was very bizarre yeah it was cool yeah it was unique yeah i wish very cool i wish the sun would not have set so i could have seen one of the guys we were with was saying you could see the mountains from where we were sitting or at least he thought we would be able to so i'm not sure maybe catch a daytime game if you're ever going to do it over there but uh overall next weekend so there you go yeah overall a plus atmosphere it was very fun watching the buffs get smoked and and throwing down a live bet at the beginning of that game, not so fun. Uh, it's it's just hard to watch the other team go for like 10 yards a pop basically over and over again 
especially when the quarterback's doing it to you, that was rough. I think that's probably the reason why the fans are the way they are, and they were leaving yeah. in the third quarter. Yeah, so they were good like two years ago. They struggled last year. I didn't really know what to expect with TCU, but clearly they must have some better some better players. Um, the line was two touchdowns, so... But, uh, you know, the beginning, I thought the buffs actually looked decent to the point where I was like, I don't see any reason why the buffs can't hang around here long enough and steal one, hang around yeah. for a while and maybe steal one. Yeah, but yeah, I think, it didn't work out that way. I think down one point at the half and then lost by, I don't know, 25, 30. So the other game that night, Illinois, Indiana, we only laid eyes on that partially. I still can't believe Illinois lost that game. I just thought it was like a sure thing the entire time. Apparently, they gave up a TD on the last second drive, but for the record, uh, the plus three and a half hits, I did my part for the happy hour parlay slash teaser, both of them. So, all right. And then on to Saturday, I don't know. We'll just try and do some quick bullet points here. Oregon at Georgia. Georgia's still playing big boy football. I just want to give a shout out to the tight end on Georgia, Darnell Washington. That number zero, that's the first time I've ever seen that guy. He's comically large, and him hurtling a defender. I was not prepared to see that. That was incredible. He was the one guy that stood out from the weekend for me, for sure, of people I can't believe. I just wonder if this guy is like, is that what everyone's going to look like in like 2045 college football? Like, everyone just looks like that. Like, that. he's just a regular guy. Everyone's six foot eight. Uh, that, that guy's a tight end. How big is he, actually? I think I saw six, like six, seven, two eighty or something like that. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm I'm glad that uh, yeah. I'm glad we didn't have to uh, have somebody on our team try and cover him. That is funny to think about, like a corner trying to cut that guy down. That's yeah, that's wild. Also, uh, shout out to the three of us for uh, actually listen to the second half of the pod on Sunday as well, and all three of us said in consensus. I don't think we think this game is closer than everyone thinks it's going to be. And Oregon can hang within. They don't, we don't, we think Oregon can hang within 17 and a half points. And that is just insulting. That's almost like maybe a minus 10 unit sort of thing. Yeah. That's to expect anything less than Bo Nix looking like that against Georgia's defense was very stupid. Like that seemed yeah. obvious immediately. I don't think anyone could look you dead in the face though and say that they were expecting that from Georgia's offense. You know, third and eight, throwing a 10-yard out route on the dot, catching all these contested passes. I mean, looked like a, it looked like an NFL team the way they were going up and down the field. It was it was downright impressive. Like if Stetson Bennett plays that well the rest of the season, I don't see any reason why that guy's not, you know, not in the, you know, Heisman talk. Uh he's probably I mean, his odd, I can't even imagine what his odds must have done this past week because yeah, probably he cut looked, in like a third or something. He looked, yeah, he looked phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So that's on us and pretty much everyone else in the world overlooking that guy for Heisman. I think he was like sixty to one. He was real long, but like you said, he's probably looking good now. Um, Notre Dame and OSU. We already mentioned. We didn't really watch it. I did fire up the highlights on the way home. Uh I don't know. It it did seem like a pretty boring game. Obviously, that receiver went out like I think the first or second drive or something like that, and then some yeah. other some other guy on Ohio State stepped up and made like eight or nine grabs 
feel walk like on just... I heard too, I think, or one of them, uh, the guy that scored the TD at the end, I believe was walk on. So pretty impressive. I actually didn't know how state had any walk ons. I thought they were all just five stars. Agreed. That would be my only wisecrack I'd like to make is for the greatest wide receiver room in the country. Quote unquote. I don't think you can make an excuse and say our number one guy went down. So we can't throw the ball today. They scored what? 21. So I don't know. Maybe Ohio State's offense is like a little worse than we were expecting it to be. And their defense is maybe a little better. I'm going to go ahead and say that there's at least one point every year where I try and convince myself that Ohio State maybe isn't as good as they were last year. (laughs) And let's be serious here, man. They were playing against the number five team in the country. If Penn State played Notre Dame and won 21 to 10, I would try and convince everyone that basically Penn State was a legitimate, you know, national national championship. Yeah. But we do that anyway every year. That's true. Yeah. I guess we do. We do kind of yell out after the game. So you'll have that. All right. Uh, Utah State, Alabama. I wanted to ask you about, did you, A, did you realize Utah State scored zero points? Yeah, so this is the second uh, slap on the wrist for me here. I believe I said at one point, why why could Utah State not hang with them? <laughs> what was it, five touchdowns? <laughs> I think it was, yeah, I think it was four, uh, six touchdowns because I think it was like a 42-point spread or 45. I thought it was outrageous. I was like, why is that line that big? I thought Utah State would be. Okay, I thought maybe Bama would, you know, come out a little bit cold, but what was the <laughs> score on that? 59-0? Uh, I think it was like 50, 55-0, but no points in the fourth quarter. And then I I had to dig into the stat oh. book because I didn't realize that happened. So Utah State moved the ball 2.3 yards per play. So they were getting like six yards a drive, basically on average. And then I went through their drive charts to see. I was just curious. They scored zero points. I was like, did they ever cross midfield? So it turns out they they did cross midfield three times. The first time they did it was very late in the third quarter. Yeah, yeah. They were down 55 to nothing. And they punted on fourth and one at the Alabama 43. Is that the dumbest thing you've ever heard? Trying to pin them deep. Trying to pin them deep. Then they did it again in the fourth quarter. Uh, this time they punted on fourth and 15 at the Alabama 39. I mean, it's really not funny. Like, I mean, it, it's it's really funny, but it's like actually pretty believable. But I mean, like these stats on these Utah State guys are, I mean, it's unbelievable. So the starting quarterback was three for nine for 39 yards. The starting running back was... 10 carries for 28 yards. Oh, well, it, I don't know if that guy was the starter. Maybe this guy was the starter. 12 carries, 13 yards. 1.1 yards a carry long of seven. <laughs> ripped off a seven yarder. Yeah. So one guy looks like he ripped off a 10 yarder. And I guess that was it. So I'm just trying to imagine tackling somebody after a 10 yard gain and thinking, well, that was the longest one. <laughs> Yeah, like you better did, enjoy that. Did the safety make that play? And he was like, "Wow, that's my first tackle today. That's the first I'm time I've sure. got within a yard of someone." Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'm then sure. I also noticed, Alab- I don't know how we didn't know this. Maybe you knew this. Alabama has a their punt returner's name is Kool Aid with a K. Kool-Aid. Yeah, Kool Aid McKinnistry. Mc- or McKinstry. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
actually tried to get his real name. And I think his real name was even as kind of as comical as his. Yeah. He had a crazy first name too, but I think it was, I think it's G Sean. (laughs) I don't think it was. I actually tried to find it the other day. And like, even on like the Alabama page, they have his name as Kool-Aid Kinsley. So yeah, he's went by Kool-Aid for so long that that's his name on ESPN. Oh, I was, uh, it's a it's G A um, apostrophe Quincy Ja Quincy. I would say that's Ja Quincy. It's not Ga Quincy, right? It's Ja Quincy. No, I hope not. I hope I hope it's not Ja Quincy. Quincy Lil G McKinstry, uh, Utah, Florida. Our guy Cam Rising down the stretch. I this didn't. This one re- hurts. This sucks that we didn't watch this game, man. How I did know. we miss this? I don't know. I think that was. Um, that may have been that brief period of bar hopping followed by the us going to that kind of wall tap place. Jeez, I feel like you could say this about five games, but maybe that maybe that game was the best game. I mean, it's like what? First and first and goal? First and goal, uh, I think on the seconds left. Maybe like the four yard line. Our guy yeah. live by the mullet, die by the mullet, throws a pick there. Are you kidding me? There- uh, unbelievable grab by the defensive guy. Like, honestly, unbelievable. But what? I don't even know how he was trying to get that ball in there. And I really wanted to start complaining about pass interference, but looked like uh, the guy kind of did a bad job of um, coming back to the ball, sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah, and just he kind of got roughed around. I uh, kind of got uh, pushed around a little bit once he got into the end zone. It's like the Seahawks. Patriots play. It's basically yeah. It. Welcome, welcome to the welcome to the SEC, I guess. So that was a unbelievable game, though. I watched the highlights on Sunday, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, tough one to miss. Uh, Rice USC. We obviously didn't watch any of that. That was yeah, also three, highlight worthy. If you haven't done it, three pick sixes. Yeah, in the first was, half. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. So I, I was. I thought I was going to see some numbers from Caleb Williams. You know. Didn't really get him. It was more so just like the defense just picking the ball off, running it back. So yeah, I mean the offense still looked good. He had like a couple awesome runs. Like he was doing that thing where he's just cutting it back effortlessly, and yeah, and nobody yeah. can get a hand on him. <laughs> I, I just watching the highlights to that one. I would compare that to that game a year or two ago when you and me were up late trying to watch Hawaii and we could not take our eyes off the screen because every time we did, you would. You would look down at your phone, look back up at the screen, and somebody was running with the ball from the opposing, like the defense. And yeah. It was just streakers I, I think, for yeah. 60 minutes. I think the best part about that one, though, was it was kind of coming from both sides, if I'm correct, right? There was oh, some yes, streaking. absolutely. Coming from both directions, from both teams, whereas this was just this Rice guy just finding an open USC defensive back and getting it to him, so... Yeah, I had them. So I had their returns at 93, 40, and 31 yards for the pick sixes. I did check that's more passing yards than Rice had the entire game. Oh, love that. Wow. Love that stat so much. That's great. So, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So, yeah, Rice has officially hit 10 of their past 13 overs. So, something to keep in mind. Oh, I had no idea. All right. I will keep that in mind. Might need to take a peek at Rice this week. 
I'm going to skip over this next one because I think that's probably game of the week and we'll just come back to it. Uh, just a quick mention here. This has to be done. Elon 31, Vanderbilt 42. Thank you for sending over the graphic. Vanderbilt as one of four teams with two wins on the board at this point in the season. So just wa- just wanted to mention that. One more to go. Funniest. Yeah, that might be the funniest prop at, ever. The fact that you could lock up a over under, you know, second week of September. I mean, technically week two, right? I think I so got wake te- this week and they're like 10 point dogs or something like that. Yeah. So Sam Hartman is back, but oh, man, that's compelling. Yeah. Well, it's more importantly, it's like Northern Illinois next week or the week after. That's the one I really need. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at some point we'll have to definitely don't need to do it week two, but we'll have to revisit the futures and just kind of see how they're looking. Maybe definitely. Definitely, yeah. It's probably a little too early, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last game I had, Florida State and LSU. I don't even know what to really say about that. Uh, The ending of that game was just nuts. Like, if you had any action on that. I can explain it to you. I can explain it to you easy. So, for 98% of that game, I refrained from texting all my friends. This is the most boring game ever like i can't believe i sat here for that how long was that game man four and a half hours i was just falling asleep on the couch yeah i was like i can't believe how long this game is taking this is the most boring game i can't believe i'm you know invested in this at all and then all of a sudden it seemed like they had a chance and then the guy muffs the punt and i said okay that's it i almost turned it off and then we just kept getting dumber and dumber and dumber. And yeah, we almost got ourselves <laughs> over to OT. And Which somehow, would have been wild. Yeah. Yeah. So of course I'm texting all my friends like, you know, I'll take this, take that. They're all missing. But man, at the end there was, there was life again. There was hope again where, you know, I didn't seem like a complete idiot. Just, for staying yeah. up for the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And, and of... telling them to jump in on the incorrect side. Cause at least it wasn't a. You know, at least I didn't miss it by like 10 points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They lose by one with the blocked XP. Yeah. Yeah. What? Just needed that one to hit the over too. Yeah. That was rough. Oh, man. I didn't realize that. So the over was right there as well. Yeah. There was a point in time there where I was watching them drive down the field. And when they reviewed that one play, um, when we went out of bounds or didn't get out of bounds, that was like, that seemed like it was 15 minutes. And my heart rate must have been 150 for that fifth for that 15 minutes. I was trying to calm myself down. I could not do it. Wow. That that ending was exhilarating, man. Uh, yeah. That's like the rush people get from skydiving or something. I'm not really sure, but I was like, ah, man, this is up there for me. It Isn't went from that... the worst game of the weekend to the best game, just like that. Yeah. Isn't that so funny too that he can't move the ball? Like Jaden Daniels cannot move the ball. He can't throw. He can kind of like take off and scramble for like a hard-earned eight yards. And then when he needs to go 97, Florida State backs the dogs off and he just can pick them apart for 20 yards at a time, 15 yards at a time. It's so frustrating to watch. Making like, nice p- making nice passes. Yeah, I'm just like, where was that the whole time? I, I didn't I didn't really get it. It was yeah, kind it was of also the, the other crazy thing on that drive was, so did you realize the guy that muffed the punt at the end was the same guy that muffed it earlier. 
I thought yeah. it was two different guys. Nah, same guy. His that thing he was doing on the sideline, like he was the most upset man I've ever seen. And everyone's trying to console him and they can't console him. Comes back out on the field and I think they fire the first two passes to him and he gets like Yeah, they go they 15, go like 20 yards. Yeah, they go like Mike McQuery slant pass to him right off the bat and he just casually just grabs it like nothing's wrong and just gets up the field. I was so impressed, man, for him to bounce back like I that. I know. He's like wiping tears out of his eyes and snagging that 90 mile per hour <laughs> fastball. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. Yeah. That was awesome. Good for him, man. I, I, I think stuff like that's so awesome when people get a second chance. Yeah, because you I know. so terrible for him. Yes, because you know every single guy on the sidelines going like, hang in there, dude. You never know. You never know. And he's just going like, no, it's exactly. Over. And then yeah. it actually happened because they went with a pitch play from the one inch yard line. And somehow not only did he fumble it, but he fumbled it into the line. Oh man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he like that pushed great. it forward. Yeah. 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 Like I don't, I don't think college football's rigged, but that's as close as I've ever got. Like, are you, I'm like, Oh, come on, come on now. Seriously. He fumbled it away. Yeah. After the other guy muffed the punt. And then they got down to the, drove down the field and scored and tied it. And then the extra point is blocked. I was like, looking back on that, I was like, okay, this sounds like, you know, this sounds like some sort of, I don't know, Keanu Reeves yeah, movie or something. I'm movie. not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, potentially in a weird way, it's like a sloppy game of the week, perhaps, but the other sloppy game of the week has to be UNC uh, app state. I mean, we watched that one from the sports bar. That was just wild. That game also ended four different times. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was over with 10 and a half minutes left. I said to you, oh, looks like it's over. Uh, somehow UNC's up 41-21. And, I mean, we had no idea. We were, like, literally just getting started. Yeah, uh, 40 points in the fourth quarter, right? Forty. Yeah, so... App State scored 40 points in the fourth quarter by themselves. So, and I think the over for the game, too, I looked it up just today. I think it was 53 or 54 points. Um, they scored 61 combined in the fourth quarter alone. So, just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Oh, and fun fact Stuart Mandel said that was a score of Gami 63 61. Has never happened in college football. Yeah, I imagine once you get into the 60s, it's <laughs> it'll probably yeah. bound to happen. I mean, come on now. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of points. Yeah, but if there's any chance you miss that one, at the very least, go back and watch the fourth quarter. Go pull up some YouTube highlights of that because that was nuts. So that's probably. I would just lean towards that as my game of the week. I'd say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. I wasn't even going to touch on Clemson. I don't. There wasn't a lot to report other than no. no you did bring get, home the teaser, which was huge. Yeah, you needed oh my gosh, that. Man. I almost checked out from that one too because I was like, I'm going to blow this teaser again. So uh, I was happy to get that one. Um, a quick Jeff Collins update. Uh, not good. Um, used all three timeouts in the second half. I think like a minute or two into the fourth quarter. <laughs> and then he, but he didn't use any and he was getting a lot of flack for it in the first half he used zero right i was seeing a lot of that going on on twitter like this guy's trying to take his timeouts into the second half a lot of those jokes going on he wanted to carry him over so well actually maybe that's why he used three so quickly because he thought he had three more very well could be yeah 
there was actually a point if you watch it where he calls that third time out and the announcers say, you know, I wonder if Clemson ran out the punt team there just so Georgia tech would use their final timeout. And, you know, he calls the timeout and they go over the sidelines and they actually panda Dabo for a second. And he's laughing. I, I'm so glad. You, up. Yeah. I'm so yeah. glad you saw that yeah. because yeah. that was like one of those rare moments where the broadcast like caught onto something as it was happening. And just the camera shot just happened to be perfect. That was amazing. The guys in the huddle around Dabo were all laughing, like yeah. clearly saying out loud, like, wow, I can't believe they fell for that. They called it timeout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just absolutely incredible, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd say the uh, Jeff Collins, uh, you know, uh, hot seat is uh, somehow even somehow even hotter. Yeah. So yeah, that's the, so that's the on. yeah, that's the game recap. Uh, anything else you'd like to throw out there? I think we are both gonna toss out maybe a overhyped player of the week which i'm guessing we have the same guy in mind yeah i'm gonna say you want the you want the florida guy i absolutely want him yeah 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 i figured we picked the same guy i can't take anyone seriously that passes for 150 yards i'm i'm super glad he can run let's see him run against bama yeah it's like you know what i mean it's like you're reading off my notes here that's all i listen to i mean i don't know if you fired up any like podcast yet from like the athletic yeah. or anything it's yeah it's just all of those guys comparing him to cam newton and i'm like what are we doing he yeah one he scrambled game. against utah who is apparently playing way too much man coverage so i'm a little confused i mean if that's what makes you cam newton and i think Jaden daniels is cam newton as well right i guess he did yeah. the, sort of the same thing he just kept taking off running yeah um so 11 carries for 106 yards is impressive. Uh, that being said, I mean, yeah, you have, they were almost running. I don't know. I don't know if Andy Staples knows what he's talking about, but he's a Florida Gators fan. And basically the way he was explaining it, I'm sure he was tuned in. And basically the way he was explaining it was they were almost running guys off deep and then just letting, clearing out one side of the field, letting them run. Um, again, we didn't watch much of this game, but, yeah, to me, that does not sound like a winning formula against anybody playing. Like, literally, I would say they play Kentucky next week. Uh, that game's a toss-up. I, I, I'm so compelled to take Kentucky because, to me, they're just going to say, okay, well, we'll just have a spy on him, and we'll play some sort of zone coverage and, and make he's, him throw. Yeah, and he's not an oversized, slow guy that plays on Utah. And he, he can run, too. So, yeah, obviously, we couldn't be more in line here which probably means we're both going to look very silly, but yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I, yeah, if we had a podcast in, uh, 2011 or whatever that was, 2012, we, we probably would have been like, did you, did you get a look at this Cam Newton guy yet? <laughs> <laughs> he's using his legs way too much. Yeah. This camera, this camera Newton guy. Yeah. He's, he's a total tool. <laughs> I mean, I will say we saw the Anthony Richards Richardson guy last year. AR-15, sorry, I'm going to use that name. We saw him last year. He could not beat out the Emory Jones guy. All he did was turn the ball over. They kept sticking him in there, and it wouldn't go well. And they'd go back to Jones. So, Yeah, that was a red flag for me, too. I'm thinking, like, if he didn't beat out Emory Jones, I guess I guess the guy that made that decision is gone now, though. So he's an analyst now for CBS Sports. So Yeah, that, no, that's a... Know- 
Fair he doesn't point. know anything about football, but now we're going to have him tell us about football. So yeah, fair point. Uh, anything, anything else before we get to this week's picks? No. All right. So uh, let's start. We'll go through the big games. Week two is here. Uh, so as far as big games go, Louisville at UCF. I've got that Friday at seven thirty. I think I accidentally took a peek at your upcoming plays because you might have already logged yeah. a few. Yeah, I did. And I was I, on this one, and something tells me you're on it as well. I'm actually I not from what I remember, I'm not with you, but you can start. What do you like okay. in this game? So I think we're putting a little bit too much emphasis on Louisville playing one bad game in week one. To me, Louisville versus UCF is a toss-up. I was going to take the plus whatever it is, six and a half. The yes, money there's, line there's is plus seven now. Yeah. The money line was sticking out to me at plus 205. If you, <laughs> to me, that's what anything 200 plus is a long shot money line meets the meets the criteria. I got in on that. I absolutely love my chances there. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a 50 50 chance with that. I don't see any reason why Louisville can't beat UCF. Wow. Yeah, so we're gonna disagree here. I, that's why I thought I recalled seeing a Louisville money line in there. I don't, I don't know. Like, you just got waxed by Syracuse, thirty-one to seven. Garrett Schrader, knee hanger, just leaving it all out on the field. Yeah, so you got an NFL QB. I mean, that's kind of tough to deal with. <laughs> okay, knee hanger, fair. I want to play in this game. I don't really feel strongly. I was inclined to take the minus six with UCF. Wow. We could not be on more opposite. Yeah. We're literally, we're at, yeah, we're at. Uh, so what? I'm in the camp of putting a lot of stock into what just happened. 13 point not. odds here. Yeah. 13 point difference. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so. And the, the only thing I'm struggling with a little bit is it looks like UCF's quarterback is this John Rice Plumley kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was like reading up on him today. Kind of wild. So he's old Mrs. Receiver, running back, slash, slash baseball player. Okay, and then now all of a sudden he's uh, transfers to UCF, beats out last year's starter. Yeah, he Pretty was he was story. basically a quarterback playing when Matt Corral was there. And the year Matt Corral got hurt, they must have let him play quarterback, but he just ran. Like I think he ran more times than he threw, or something crazy. Uh, and then he was so athletic they just put him at receiver when Matt Corral was back. Yeah. But I mean, my big thing here is he looks like a tool. Like, I don't know if you took a good look at him, but it's going to be hard to root for him. I mean, does he play baseball? I mean, uh, I think he, I think he was at Ole Miss and he's not at UCF or something. Okay. Yeah. So what else do you need to know about the guy? Yeah. I mean, to... he looks like baseball. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, but uh, I mean, Garrett Schrader just did it. I'm going to hope this kid can do it too. I don't have any expert analysis. Yeah. There you go. Travis pulling up a, Bo Jackson, Bo Jackson reenactment picture. That's painful. Oh my gosh, I hate that. Yeah. So unfortunately, I'm riding with him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. But good kind luck. of a win. Kind, <laughs> kind of a win-win. Honestly. <laughs> yep. Good luck. Yeah. If he doesn't cover, I can sleep well at night knowing that Bo Jackson wannabe doesn't. Uh, well, doesn't get the dub. Let's be serious here. We left seven points in between us too. So <laughs> if you don't think. <laughs> if you don't think that uh, UCF wins this game by like field three goal. or four yeah. points, yeah, yeah, 
That's yeah, what it's going to be. Good call. That's the number. Take that. If you're listening to this, take that. Yeah, middle that thing. Take, yeah, middle take, that. Uh, or just take take Louisville with the points and stay away from the money line. Yeah. All right, next game, Alabama at Texas. So I jumped in at 20. I don't even know if that's still out there. It looks like it is. Looks like it started at 18 and a half. So I took Alabama minus 20. I'm putting a couple of units on this. My biggest play of the weekend when it comes out may be the Texas team total under. Yeah. I, yeah, I just I like that a don't, lot, actually. I, I think we just saw this game, and it was Oregon versus Georgia. I think it just got played, and we're going to see it again. It's, yeah. it's basically... You know, and the difference here is this Quinn Ewers kid, I'm sure he's going to be good. This podcast loves the mullet. We love the mullet. We love the kid. Yeah. Rooting for the kid. We love him now. Yeah. He has one game under his belt. Who did they play? It was like Monroe. UL Monroe. Yeah. Bo Nix has what? Probably 30 starts in the SEC under his belt. And that's what he looked like against Georgia. I don't like this kid's chances against Alabama. I think he's kind of getting fed to the wolves here. I don't think this game is close. I don't know if Texas is going to score a whole lot. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, you know, you kind of talked about some of the similarities there between the games, and the other similarity is for absolutely no reason whatsoever, I am absolutely scared to death that Texas is somehow going to lose this game by 17 points, so I am not touching it. Okay. Uh, I like the Texas under. That seems like a very, very safe play. I feel like I've gotten messed up in too many of these Alabama bowl games or big games where they're favored by quite a few points against Notre Dame or one of these other teams and they don't end up covering. Uh, they win handedly, but they don't cover. And yeah, so yeah, the impl- it looks like the implied team scores are like forty to twenty ish. So, is this game in a neutral location? No, it is in Austin, Texas. Yeah, I don't think it's really going to matter. Um, Matthew Alabama's McConaughey. Actually, Alabama's actually probably getting like getting more per. You know, that's probably working in Alabama's favor or someone taking Alabama's favor because, you know, maybe it's minus 20 for that reason, instead of, you know, minus 24 or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so it kind of sounds like geez. if there was a side to take, you'd be with me. You're just chickening out. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, this is, this is exactly what I did with Georgia, Oregon. I was like, Georgia should win this game four touchdowns, but I'm going to watch Bo Nix throw the, some pass at the end of the game and then cover. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay away from it. Maybe it ends up, I don't know. Maybe Alabama scores 50 and somehow Texas puts together I don't know two drafts against the Scrubs at the end and scores you know 20 some. I don't know. I'm I'm good. I'll just yeah yeah. Or maybe it's 55-0 Alabama Utah State. So yeah, and you're gonna if it is. I sat next to you at the bar when we watched Georgia and Oregon. You told me the whole time, I can't believe I sat on the sidelines. I don't want okay. that situation okay. again. Okay, you talk me into it. I'll get in. I'll put, I'll put one unit on the cover. There's okay. 20 still on the board. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll, okay. Yeah, I'm you, you still have a 20 out there. Throw an exhibition unit on it. You don't have to put it on the card. So many times I ask myself, if I wake up the next day and I'm wrong 
Like, can I live with myself? Can I live with this bet? And the answer is yes for that one. Uh, so, all right. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's an ex- that's a flyer. Take a flyer. All right. Uh, next game on my list. Uh, two ranked teams: Tennessee at Pitt, three thirty p.m. I believe. I'm shocked by this line. I'm shocked as well. Pitt is- I also didn't touch it because I was so shocked by that line too. That's back-to-back games. I'm confused. Okay. It makes me think someone knows something I don't. Yeah, you're right. There is a yeah. little bit of that going on. But sorry, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I'm very curious to hear what you have. Um, I'm gonna take it. It's probably a soccer bet. I'm gonna take it. I'm doing two units on Pitt plus seven and a half because they are at home. I think this is the same team playing itself, and one team is at home getting a touchdown. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so perfect, man! Oh yeah, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, wow, these two teams remind me a lot of each other. The only difference is Pitt is playing at home. Yeah, and and someone determined it's a touchdown spread, more than a touchdown. Spread. And then yeah, I actually I had to remind myself. I mean, obviously, Pitt's a very different team. Pitt won this game last year, and then I looked at the Correct. history yeah, between these say. the history between yeah. these two teams. They've only met three times. Pitt is three and zero, and they're three and zero against the spread. So I'm not sure what we're doing. And also noteworthy, everyone tried to convince me. I feel like that Tennessee was like unbelievably on the come up last year. I just read they were five and eight against the spread. All of last season. So I don't know what's oh, going. I think we're doing actually stunning. I, the same I old was, thing we do every on, year. Yeah, I was on the volunteers train by the end of the year last year, actually. Pencil me in was one of those people. But to me, playing in playing in, in Pittsburgh, they still haven't proven that they can beat anyone legitimate, right? So yeah, I don't know. Could yeah. they score a shit ton of points? Definitely. I uh, would argue yeah, and I would say Pitt could probably score some points too. Yeah, so I think the total is real high. It's like upper 60s or something like that. Okay, wow. So you're a stay away there. Staying away from that one. Okay. Uh, The 4 o'clock, Iowa State at Iowa. How on earth did I not know this game was happening this weekend? I guess because neither team is ranked. Somehow I just kept skimming over this. Iowa is a... Last I saw, it was like three and a half points, which is a weird number. Yeah, I think it's hard to take... I think it's hard to take Iowa after what I saw last week, but I'm not taking Iowa by three and a half, but I will take the Iowa money line. I like that. You think Iowa gets it done? Sorry, it's it's in um, Iowa City. It is. Uh, yeah, this just feels like uh, Iowa always kind of starts out the season real hot, right? And then before they kind of fade off, so. I think Iowa probably rattles off a handful of wins here to start the start the year. Yeah, so I actually just took a peek at the over under too, and I was thinking like, wow, that'd be a great game to take the under, but not if it's forty point five. I think <laughs> that uh, that seems dangerously low. You gotta have some stones to take an under forty. Yeah. 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 Um yeah. one one uh, one other thing I'll throw out. Iowa is forty six and twenty two in this series. They have won the last six of these games. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Against some much better Iowa State teams, too, yes. probably than this year, right? So, yes. yeah. It's, it's yeah, weird because like, obviously what just yeah. happened to Iowa. 
So that may be one you want to jump in on, T-Man. I like the money line there. I like I like where you're going with that. Don't get burned. Maybe if Iowa falls behind, but, or maybe that, you know, no one scores and the line drops down to three or less, maybe then get in then. Okay, 7 p.m., a huge SEC matchup. Kentucky at Florida. And we're going to want this for the Kentucky win total. This is a big one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like there's still spreads between four and a half and five and a half. Uh, I'll be on the Kentucky plus four and a half. I'm going to sprinkle the money line, which is dumb because I don't need to do it, given that I have that win total riding. But um, I really do think Kentucky stands a good chance in this game. We've already talked kind of all of our trash about AR-15, so that's probably going to backfire starting this week. Uh, But I don't care. It's like we talked about earlier. I want to see him try and run the ball all over Kentucky the way he did it against Utah because I I don't think he gets the same result. So I'm on Kentucky and a money line sprinkle. Yeah, I like both of those. Actually... Sorry, this is like the sixth big game I did not get on get in on. I was aware of this one. For some <laughs> reason, I feel like I should root against Will Levis, but I, I can't I, I feel like I do root for him. I do like to watch him play. Um so I will be rooting for Kentucky. I think five and a half points is entirely too many. This seems like it should be more like a field goal. So if I had to pick a side, I would take Kentucky plus five and a half. And you might have talked me into that one as well. Or just from talking through this on the pod. It might be in on that one as yeah, well. Yeah, makes if it makes you feel any better, I I snagged a four and a half and now there's five and a halfs out there. Maybe just keep waiting. Apparently people love Florida. So maybe you get the T D eventually. All right, and then my last final big game. We've got number nine Baylor at number twenty one BYU. This is the late time slot. 10, 15 p.m. Uh, looks like Baylor's about a three-point dog in order to avoid the clean sweep on betting the big games. Did you have this one? Yeah, buddy. The, this call sweep. Uh, Baylor, I did not have. I wanted to take this one way or the other. I love Baylor. I feel like we already talked about kind of our uh, crush on Baylor, so to speak. I also had this feeling that BYU was like surprisingly good at home, which is not the case. Actually, I think I saw there were two and two as a home favorite last year, which was like stunning to me because they beat Utah at home last year. And I felt like the crowd was literally the seemed like the difference in that game. So um, I will probably get in on this. Just looking at it. If you're going to give the Baylor boys, my guy Dave Aranda, three and a half points to work with. I, I think I I think I'll probably get it on Baylor. Yeah, that's what I did. Uh I think you're on the money too. I BYU is a favorite last year, which probably correlates with when they're at home. If this stat is right, it says when they were a, about a three point or more favorite, they were two and seven against the spread. Need I remind you, all Baylor does is cover. Ten and four against the spread last year when they're uh, three point underdogs or more, they were three and one against the spread 
I originally thought this was a trap play to take the Baylor three and a half, but I don't know. I kind of talked myself out of it. I think it's just smart. I think did you, Baylor's the play. You, here's the question. Did you already get in on the three and a half? I did, but I think I even had to move it. Like it was like a minus one twenty. Okay. I was gonna say because I don't. I see threes across the board right now. So yeah, but there's like there's still a th- three minus one hundred five. I think you. I think you're insane not to just pay a little extra, grab yourself a hook there. So that's all the big games. Just wanted to give you an opportunity to run through the card. What do yeah. you have? What do Jeez. you have outside of I guess, these? I guess I'm realizing why why I have none of these games, and that's because. The NFL is back this week. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I did have, uh, I was in love with the NFL board this week. Like so much so, I almost should have done six rack of each, actually. And full disclosure about how many college plays do you have? Just two or three? Three. Three. Yeah. I have three and three. Um, Full disclosure this weekend, too. I guess I should just come out and, uh, um, tell you all about this. I'm actually going to, I'm leaving for the mountains on Thursday and I'm coming back probably Sunday late afternoon. So all of this, Oh, and I will have no service at all. So I will literally get all the results on Sunday when I get back and it's going to be wild. Wow. Can we get you on like a sat phone with Morse code? So, and I can just text you some basic information as to, you know, Hey, you're two and one today. I don't hate that. Yeah. Actually, I'll start looking into some stuff. I think you can actually buy some of these. They got some devices now where you can actually take them out in the wilderness and it'll somehow pick up some sort of. Uh, yeah, we don't need much. We need SMS. Wi-Fi or, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me SMS, just a text. Yeah, it reminds me of the days back in the day where I would send a text message to somebody and like they'd get it like three hours later or something. All right. So, so what? Three college, start with the college place and then go to the NFL. What do you have for college? Yeah, so my college place I did end up with, um, I took, I saw San Jose State is playing at Auburn this week. This is the definition of a trap game. Auburn won last week. I can't even remember who they played. Wasn't, was by no means beyond impressive. They play San Jose State the week before Penn State comes into town. San Jose State's got our guy, Shevin Cordero from Hawaii. We both, know this guy, we both know this guy can play. I, don't, I mean, I watched Auburn go into um, almost lose to, geez, I can't even remember who it was at the end of the year last year. Georgia State, somebody absolutely terrible. Yeah, like way Georgia worse Southern than, or something. Georgia Southern, maybe, yeah. Way worse than San Jose State. I think San Jose State comes into town, puts the Tigers on their heels a little bit. They're getting 23 and a half points. Oh, wow. I was wondering if it was big. Okay. Yeah, it's big. It's big. Yeah. So I got that one. Um, I started thinking about this. I looked at this App State, Texas A&M. I really wanted to take App State to cover. It's a massive. They were getting an ungodly amount of points as well. I saw that Texas A&M was 5-1 and at home last year against the spread. I was like, that scared me off. Looked at the over, saw 52 and a half. See no reason why Texas A&M can't score 40 or 50 points against App State this week. I also don't see any reason why a team that just scored 40 points in the fourth quarter can't put together a few touchdown drives. I have the over 52 and a half in that one. Um, That does seem alarmingly 
Seems yeah. alarmingly low. I thought, I thought it was supposed to be 60. Yeah, I thought it should be 62. Um, thought that was weird. Wow. Um, and then and the then other last, play is the Louisville money line. Louisville money line. And then uh, that was, that's a little, you know, that's a little extra. That's oh, a, exhibition. Uh, that okay. Yeah. So then I do have some more than I'd like to admit on Arkansas again this week. I think I'm just going to roll with Sam Pittman until he cost me big. That might be this weekend. That being said, um, I think I watched some of the South Carolina game. I don't know if you watched it in your like replay of games. They were struggling with, again, one of the Georgias. I actually don't know the difference between Georgia State, Georgia, Su- Georgia Southern, whatever. <laughs> this one was Georgia, This one was Georgia State. Georgia State. They were literally struggling with Georgia State in the third quarter. I think they like blocked a punt and ran it back. Up until that point, I was watching the game, and I was like, man, South Carolina looks like they could lose this game. The Rattler guy continues to struggle. I watched him you know, score 14 points against West Virginia last year. I think Arkansas could win this game big. Um, I, this is maybe the only time in my life I've ever done this. I took them at minus seven and a half. And because that line was so crappy, I actually bumped it up another point to get a little bit of extra juice Might as well. And a half as well. Might yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. good foresight too. Cause that's where the line pretty much moved to. So it is moving closer to 10. I was like, all right, maybe this is my son. I'll just get in on it now. Uh, I like Arkansas to cover. I think the Jefferson guy can play. They scored, I think, 31 points last weekend. Uh, defense came up big when they needed to. Yeah, I seems love- like a game. Seems like a game when I check my phone on Sunday, they won by two touchdowns or more. Yeah, I like that. And I love KJ Jefferson. I'm with you. Yeah, that's funny to me. You looked at all these, the whole board, and out of all that, you're like, I like the Arkansas South yeah, Carolina. I really struggle with I really struggle with a lot of the lines. Um, and then the other three I have is NFL. So why don't you run through your college ones? All right. Other games looks like I have about six. So I've got. I think this is a mandatory play. The Friday at nine p.m. game. Uh, Boise State at New Mexico. I just took the over. I'm going to go on record and say this is the worst bet I've ever placed. Everything I I just fired it because I wanted to have some action in this game, and then everything I looked up after it, game screams under. It's already moved like well down from where I bet it. Looks like Boise State overs were two and twelve or two out of twelve last year. New Mexico overs were three out of eleven. If you're listening, do not take the over on this game. Uh, okay, and then Saturday, Ohio at Penn State. Uh, noon game. I'm taking Penn State minus 23 and a half. Uh, this should be the same game as last year, Penn State versus Ball State. It looked like they were playing a MAC team, so that's what I would hope to see again. And I'm going to take the over 53 and a half. Ohio just gave up 500 yards to FAU, and I think they scored 41 points themselves. If Ohio can score like 17 points on Penn State, which I think they can, this should go over. Colorado at Air Force. I'm taking Air Force minus 17. <laughs> I thought uh, you were gonna go with the opposite for sure. No. I was like, Jake's gonna take take the points with the buffs. I, I wanted yeah. to, but uh I don't I don't think I can bet on the buffs probably anymore for the rest of the year after what they did to me during yeah, that second yeah. half. I think I saw Air Force was five and one at home uh last year as well, uh against the spread. Don't uh, don't Lo- quote me on any of these. Love that. Even better. I'm going to take that as it's real. Uh, Washington State at Wisconsin. 
That might be the most interesting game of the weekend. I had to get some action on that. Just going to take Wisconsin 16 and a half. Yeah, just give me the under. I don't need to hear what it is. It's too high. So I took the under as well. It's 49 and a half. Okay, I'm going to jump in on that too. Wisconsin, every time they get the ball, should be like a 70-yard drive that takes eight minutes, right? I think they scored in the 30s against whoever they just played. It was not somebody good. And Wisconsin's defense like, literally was unbelievable last year. Yeah. I admittedly don't know what Washington State does anymore. I don't know if they still chuck the ball, but that, I just can't imagine them scoring a ton on Wisconsin. So I'm taking the under. Hawaii at Michigan. I'm taking the over 67. I already <laughs> talked myself into that. I mean, just... It didn't I'm, take much convincing. Again, we just talked about Wisconsin's defense. Michigan's defense is pretty good, right? How many points can Hawaii score on Michigan? 10? Probably a stretch. I mean, yeah, you always worry about like the scooping scores. It's in Michigan, right? Yeah. I mean, Hawaii probably doesn't score a lot. I don't think it matters. I think Michigan could actually score... They could they could get close to the total. Yeah. The scoop and scores are only those are Honolulu exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if at eight p.m. in Ann Arbor if Hawaii <laughs> can bust off scoop and scores. Yeah, but I just I, I need like a field goal and then a garbage time TD from Hawaii, and I think I'm fine. I think I can okay. get the over. Uh, and then my last play again. This is a mandatory play in my opinion because we don't have Hawaii late night. We have Mississippi State at Arizona, 11 p.m. I'm going two units here on the over. It's pretty high. It's 62, but I've got three factors for you. One, it's late night. Two, Mike Leach. Three, Jaden Delora. I almost forgot you told me he's Arizona's quarterback. Unbelievable. I think, yeah. I think there's some air yards in this game. Give me the over. And that, uh, yeah, love that. yep, that's my, that's my little nightcap. Yeah. So that's my full slate of picks. Tell me you got the Wisconsin Washington state game already under 49 and a half. Cause that one's moved a lot. I did. Yes. I yeah. have under 49 and a half. So you were working with three extra points there. Cause it's down to 46 and a half. I love I still that. Like, I think I still like it. I think it probably pushes 40. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I think that's a lot of, unless they're, Trying to get some practice throws in with Graham Mertz. I mean, why not just like run the ball? Just run it, run them to death. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's all the college plays. I've kind of glanced at the NFL slate. Why don't you give me what you got? And then I'm going to probably, probably going to come up with at least two plays to keep things interesting. Gotcha. For yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So. I think it's only a matter of time before you jump on the Bills bandwagon with me here. Uh, they are matched up against uh, the lowly Los Angeles Rams this weekend uh, or on Thursday night to kick things off. Absolutely unbelievable. I am so excited for this. I think the Bills win by double digits. Actually, I got to tease this a few times. Oh, my God. I don't think this is, I don't think this is close. Okay. Um, I have I got them like in May at minus one. Um, and I got the money line at minus 110 in May, I think, as well. So I've just been waiting. I got uh, more units on that than I'd like to admit. I also have, I saw Zach Wilson was hurt. 
went to check the Jets and Ravens line for the first week, and it was minus six and a half. They announced that he would probably miss the opener. I went and checked the line. It did not move. I was kind of stunned by that. So I thought I was like pulling a fast one on everybody, but actually just checked again today, and I still believe it's minus six and a half. I, was, um, I guess it was already built in. He wasn't playing maybe. Anyways, I mean, I would be stunned if I look at the score and Baltimore doesn't win by a touchdown. I don't like the way this whether, is going. I want both of those Zach, badly now. Whether Zach Wilson, whether Zach Wilson plays or not, uh, you're going to tell me that the Ravens aren't going to win by seven. And then if he doesn't play, Joe Flacco is going to keep it within seven of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. Um, I'll take that. And then lastly, really turned into a big fins guy here the last couple of years. I absolutely love Miami working with two and a half points at home against new England. I might've teased that. I'm not sure what that line is. I think I got it at minus 128 on FanDuel. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did Miami beat them twice last year? No, Miami lost, maybe lost the opener to them last year. And that's when Tua got hurt. Does that sound right? That does sound right. Yeah. Yes. I know. I know they played each other the last game of the year. Miami won by 11 points. Both teams were trying. Miami won by 11 points. And I would say from that point forward until now, Miami added. Mm, maybe the most. It wasn't. It was the Bills. Tua got hurt against the Bills. So Miami okay. beat New England both times last year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking of because they played the Bills. I remember he was hurt. So I didn't realize he got hurt during that game. So Miami beat them twice last year. But did they beat them by a field goal the first week? One point. Okay, well, forget to forget that last tidbit there. So they beat them twice last year. They <laughs> beat them by 11 in week 18 last year. From that point forward, Miami has gotten substantially better, adding like one of the most dynamic playmakers in football. You got to think Jalen Waddle's better. Miami's probably a playoff team this year, and I actually don't know who Mac Jones is throwing the ball to. That's at some a, point, at, at some point, that's got to catch up to you. And actually, full disclosure, I don't know who's running the ball. I do not know who the running back that's is. That's a great point. So, so they've gotten substantially worse. I mean, the running back Miami's thing is substantially better. They beat them by eleven points the last time they played each other. Now it's minus two and a half. They're at home. My New England loses at Miami like every year, even during like the peak Tom Brady years. I don't know what else. I I can't imagine any of those three lose. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, to go back to your last point, the New England running backs is a very uh, it's a very New England list. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, Ty Montgomery, and their receivers are like Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, and the ex Dolphin, uh, Devontae Parker. That's the only thing I don't like. It's never great when you're playing your ex team. That could be trouble, but. Would hate to see Devonte Parker catch like two TDs. I actually kind of hate that as well. That might that might keep it close, but gotta like Miami still. Yeah, so I like all three of your picks. I like the Bills in the Super Bowl hangover game. The Ravens line actually doesn't make sense to me either. And then I will probably just blindly bet the Dolphins as a fan. So I might be right there with you on all three of those. Might have to throw those three together. A little parlay action, yeah. Uh, just I'm going to take a quick peek at the rest of these games and make sure all these lines are correct. Check out that. Check out Don't that Monday night piece matchup. of that. Oh, Monday, Monday night Monday. Broncos sea squawks. Yeah. Broncos favored by a lot. 
I might take the I take the home dogs there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely love that. Um, I'm gonna see how the weekend goes before I. At least decide. you'll be able to you'll be able to watch that one. At least you said you'll be back. Yeah, for it. that's or gonna be a come back Sunday. Okay, so it's gonna be a great see. game to watch. So you're gonna want to jump in on Bucks, Cowboys, and Broncos, Seahawks, just to get the juices flowing. That's right. Yeah, I gotta make up for all the other games I'm missing. Live though. action. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah, I am. I am excited to see some NFL uh, back in action. I have not watched the preseason, so I have absolutely no feel for who plays for who or what these yeah. teams are going to look you actually, like. You actually missed a word, or I'm not sure if it's one or two words, but you said, I'm excited to watch the NFL, but you forgot to say NFL red zone basically is pretty much all we need in our lives. That's the way you do it, right? Red zone? Yeah. Yes. Just don't leave the couch. Nap right after that. First window of game sends. Yeah. Throw some chicken tendies in the oven. Just leave tendies. them. Throw some tendies in there. A little crispy. Salt or uh, not off on the couch. Those will take care of themselves. Finish off the second half of the brew that you cracked. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love it. Looking forward to it. All right. I hate to do this, but I got to do it. UFC 279 is this weekend. So I'm going to give you five quick players. Kamzat and Diaz in the main event. I like the over one and a half rounds. Nate Diaz is durable as hell. Um, I could see him doing a lot of the sort of stuff where he's like backing away from Kamzat and he's and he's like flipping them off double birds. I think that one could go longer than you'd imagine. Nate Diaz by submission, take a flyer plus twelve hundred. If anybody's gonna do this, it could be Nate Diaz. Uh Kevin Holland, just take the money line. First, Daniel Rodriguez, minus 210. Tony Ferguson, plus 240. Uh, nobody on earth is more due for a win than Tony Ferguson. I feel like I've watched him fight probably the last eight times, and he's lost. Let's see. Johnny Walker versus Ion Kudabala. I have no idea who that is, but I'm taking the under one and a half because this Johnny Walker guy has a chin made of glass and he just throws with reckless abandon. So that one shouldn't last long. So I think that's, that's probably four winners and, uh, and then a flyer on the Diaz submission plus 1200. So take a peek at those. Love that. I actually had every single one of those. So, okay, perfect. Someone please, if you're listening to this, I don't think I'm going to track those because take take the opposite of those. Yeah. And, Throw them into one little parlay and then see what happens. Not only are those not going into the action app for my records, that's I'm not even putting those in my exhibitions on our official like blog records because I know how that goes. That's just like a side eight units that you're that you pick up that you don't like to brag about. Correct. Yeah, that's just bankroll. So yeah, I think the worst thing that ever happened is you gave me like a winning UFC bet like three years ago, and then we just lost the next like like literally a hundred. Yeah, so. thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's how it goes. Okay, let's wrap up. Uh, Travia, you have a Travia for us. So pretty simple this week. I just want you to give me the all the all time uh, college football leading uh, yardage leaders for uh, passing. Career yardage leaders. Um, any order, give me the top five. You just want to see me struggle with this? It's like uh, one of them's from Hawaii. Correct. Is Which it, one? Is it Timmy Chang or is it? Timmy Chang, number okay. two. 
He's two. I, I know the one. I feel like I know number one, and I'll have no idea who three through five is. Um, number Yeah, so number one played against Penn State in a bowl game and beat him. Yeah, he's from like Houston. His name's like Colt or <laughs> something with a C. Very close. Something with a C. He played in the NFL. That, it's actually uh, not Colt McCoy, but Colt McCoy's brother, his first name. I think that's why you're so confused. I can picture his face too. Yeah, I don't. It's not going to come to me. Case Keenum. Case. Yeah, Case Keenum. Okay. Yeah, I should have given you the first name. Um, okay, uh, that he's number it's, one actually. He has it by like two thousand yards. Um, is so, any of these next three recent? Like, yes. So number three was the Steelers backup. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mason, five years. Mason Rudolph. No. But oh, it's before like, Mason to me, Rudolph. To me, he's the same guy as Mason Rudolph. He played in the Big 12. He's massive. Wait, I'm so confused. It's not an Oklahoma State guy? It's an ex-Big 12 it's, guy. It's not, but it's pretty close. It's not an Oklahoma State guy. Oh, okay. Guy, but... So I had, when you first asked this question, I had Sam yeah. Bradford on my in my mind? No. 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 More recent than that. I don't know. It's... uh. It's like I don't have another good hint. It's um, it's before Kyler Murray. It's before Baker Mayfield. Yep, the guy before him. Yeah, it's got to be whoever was there before Baker Mayfield, who I can't remember. And it's the same guy as Mason Rudolph, Landry uh, Jones. Landry Jones. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I didn't have a good hint for that. One. Landry Jones. Uh, the reason I like this so much is because we just talked about Timmy Chang last week. We also talked about this guy last week. He played in the air raid. We talked about him as an asset for somebody's chances last week. Oh, right. It's the West Virginia OC. Yeah. He was at USC. He was at Texas Tech, actually. Is that Texas Tech? Yeah, I think he threw the winning pass to Crabtree. Why did I think that guy was like, oh, he was a candidate to maybe become USC's head coach, but it didn't yeah. happen. And he was a coach there, too. And yeah. Yeah, he was big for the over. I don't remember how that guy's name is either. Graham Harrell. Harrell. Yeah, Graham Harrell. Yeah, he's 15,793. And then the last one is, my hint would be he's a Mormon. <laughs> and this guy is not recent whatsoever. So he's like 70s or 80s. He won the Heisman Trophy. He's 80s or 90s. He started for the Browns like while you were alive. Like we would, wa- we would have watched the game. Tim Couch? No, close. It's actually the guy that beat out Tim Couch. <laughs> Detmer? Yeah, you yeah. got it. Ty, Ty Detmer. Detmer? Wow. Okay. I never thought you'd get that one. And yeah. just for fun, just for fun, Kellen Moore, number six. Did not see that coming. Oh, I would see that. I feel like, man, he was throwing for like 4,500 yards yeah. a year. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Not yeah, that's- bad. Yeah, it seemed like you had every name on the tip of your tongue, just could not get it out. Minus Landry Jones, that one threw you for a loop. You forgot. I wouldn't about have that got guy. Landry Jones and yeah, I wouldn't have got Landry Jones either. An hour, yeah, he ended up third. Yeah, and yeah. I also, I wanted to say Colt Brennan before I said Timmy Chang. So, I knew they yeah. were. I knew they both threw the hell out of the ball, but Colt Brennan nine, Mason Rudolph eleven. If that makes you feel any better, okay. Colt McCoy, like 16, mentioned him too. So, yeah. All right. Good stuff. Okay. And then I just want to finish up with uh, this just came back to me. I actually just got a text from Zig recently. He just, he wanted to uh, 
tell us a story about a classic you'll have that. So this is an old segment of the pod. And I wanted to give you a you'll have that. Love that. I don't know where to start with this story at the beginning or the end. I guess I'll start at the end. On my flight home from Colorado, I got to the BWI airport and I actually had checked two bags, one oversized golf bag and one regular piece of luggage. Neither of them arrived on the belt, nor the oversized luggage uh, compartment department. So I went into the uh, to the baggage claim customer service and said neither of my bags were there. And at no point did I get mad. I just kept reminding myself the whole time, like, hey, you'll have that as far as the bags getting lost, because as you well know, I woke up about one hour before my flight, checked my bags with probably 25 minutes to uh, to take off. Both the bags gave me a warning that said they may not make it. Uh, as it turns out, one bag ended up in the state of Texas, and one ended up in Illinois. And I made my plane to Maryland, but neither of the bags did, so you will have that. Yeah, love that. Covered a lot of ground. Yeah, we really did, me and the bags. The fact, the fact that you actually woke up at 4.55. Yeah, I wanted to let you know that, too, that next time you're nervous for the airport, just remember, I woke up at 4.55, and I made a 6 a.m. flight, and I checked two bags. So I don't, you Pretty can, impressive. You actually somewhat packed, too. Packed, got the Uber. It was like the guy was waiting for you outside. You made it to the airport. And then you, your claim that you made it in 18 minutes is incorrect because they closed the doors 15 minutes before, I believe. Oh, they did? I didn't know that. I walked yeah. on the plane with uh, five, 5.50 for the 6 a.m.er. Did, did you wait in line when you got there? Okay, so this is going to make me sound really stupid. So I waited in the back of the line when I got there as like the very last people on the plane were boarding. And then I, because I had to rush to the airport, I said, I'm going to go grab a bottle of water. So I walked away and it, I had to walk pretty far to find like a vending machine. Didn't get the water. The vending machine was like out of service. Decided I better walk back over to the plane. So I walked on the plane with, like I said, I don't know, five or 10 minutes to spare. I had no idea they would close the door. Yeah. Uh, I was def- I was absolutely the last. For last future reference, on the plane. it'll actually say uh, on the pass sometimes like doors close five forty five. So yeah, even more impressive. You were just toying with them at that point. I really was. Yeah, I got greedy. Yeah. Love that. Love that. So yeah, um, like Kevin Garnett said, anything is possible. You'll have that. Oh, we almost rolled out without getting to the to the teaser. So we need both of our favorite plays of the week. So do you have one that jumps? Do you have one that jumps out of you? Yeah, I actually had a couple. Can I? Okay, you go. You go first. I think I'm going to steal one of yours. That's how little I like my college football plays this week. Okay. <laughs> uh, I feel like one of us should probably take that Wisconsin one, but I wasn't. I'm going to take. I'd, I'd like to take that one with the under Washington State, and I'd like to push it up to yeah, fifth back to fifty. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to take Kentucky with the four and a half. Uh, I guess we'll put this in as a teaser. So it'll probably move. It'll probably move back further than the TD. 
It's at five and a half on FanDuel. So if you push your, even if you pushed it two points to seven and a half, probably getting great odds on that. Um, with uh, me teasing the Washington State Wisconsin line back up to fifty, you're probably looking at yeah, I don't know, plus three hundred odds or something. Yeah, I love that. I'm yeah. a sucker for the teaser and the parlay. I will probably do that again. I'll probably take them, take them straight up in the parlay, and then. I'm down for that. Do another teaser as well. It worked last time. That's our insurance play. If the parlay, that. if the parlay doesn't hit, uh, you know the teaser will. You so. know the teaser will. I love that. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm down for that. Yep. And then, um, then we'll probably just tack on a third leg. Nate Diaz plus twelve hundred submission. Love that. Yeah, yeah, that should boost the odds a little bit. <laughs> that, should, that should bring us up a little bit. All right. Very good. So I think that wraps it up. Got through a lot of picks there. We covered three different sports. It's a big week. I feel bad you're gonna miss uh you're gonna miss all this action because this is gonna be like the first weekend I can really sit on my couch and absorb it. So Yeah, it's rough. That's actually really rough. Don't tell me that. All right, man. So uh that's it. Let's hit the music, roll us out, and we will talk to you all next week. What a good place to be Don't believe it